0: Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of the Waffle Press Hangouts. I'm your host, oh. Diego Crespo. Uh, good morning. Happy Happy Monday when when we are recording and when this is uploading. Uh, it's, it's I think this is the first show we've done all year. Isn't it the first days. show we've done so far this year in 2022? Isn't days. that right? My co-host, mm-hmm. Gina Versa?
1: Yeah, that's exactly
0: right. Yeah. How are you? Oh, I'm doing okay.
1: Doing okay. Just uh, enjoying this Sunday. Not congested, thankfully. After three or four days of terrible nose congestion, dirt congestion, and yeah, I'm fine now. So
0: okay, yeah, uh, like we're, sh- we're we're shaking off the cobwebs of uh of the old year. We're we're, we're getting back into it. Uh, if you're watching us on the YouTube, which are a regular setup, but we're also joined by
2: <laughs> by a guest today, uh, Mister Mister Matt Brown. How are you today? I'm good, thank you. As you can see we're dealing with a bit of a geostorm in New York mm-hmm. but I'm doing okay.
0: Yeah, uh oh, man. you you are a are an action disaster movie aficionado. Um, we've been film Twitter pals for for a long while now and uh, we are both looking forward to Moonfall. I will probably not be watching it in theaters because of the Omicron variant, but I know it's um, I'm so hyped for it though. I know, I'm so excited. If I can find like a theater that's that's like empty and stays empty i'll go like i'll do it
2: tuesday matinee like oh yeah
0: a hundred percent a hundred percent um and it's also the five-year anniversary of geostorm which is uh the real reason i wanted you to come i mean i wanted you to come on the podcast forever and i was just like all right what can we talk about horror movies we're gonna we're gonna get into it because because you and i definitely have different opinions on a recent horror franchise outing yeah um but uh, tell us about yourself anything you want to plug anything anything you're excited about that you just want to shout out and then we can get to like recent movie recommendations that we all have
2: but um what what's going on in the life of matt brown i mean the biggest thing i got going on right now is i did just write and direct a short film in california a couple months ago still working on the edit still a couple things to do but uh hopefully i'll have it done as soon as i can so so people can see it that's sort of where my focus is right now okay um i, I mean i had more to do you know i used to be more involved in like you know writing for sites and stuff no but no I, I mean i've
0: channeled I, my I, focus
2: into filmmaking right now so that's what i got going on no yeah yeah of course of course there's only so much you can like divulge while you're in the process of it
0: anyways like not like just because of secrecy but just because like you're you're doing it, you know.
2: It's like yeah, I mean I even told like 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 a, a friend at work that I'm 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 not trying to like keep it secret like in a JJ mystery box way it's just that it's like it's a short film. I have like two surprises in it. I don't know how to give anything away, you know? Yeah, yeah. You're you're
0: working on it. You're doing
2: it. You're you're yeah. doing not talking. That's
0: what it goes. Um and I, we had the pleasure of meeting for the first time in person over the fall. And um, Yeah
2: back in what was that October? October. Yeah, that October. October. Yes. Oh, yeah. And we That's got to wild. go
0: watch uh Streets of Fire. At the new beverly on film and that that felt like going to a concert that was awesome <laughs> um uh but yeah that that was uh, unfortunately i couldn't participate in, in the making of your film but that it seems like so much fun um uh gene, gene and i have had our, our our uh trials and tribulations with filmmaking as well it's 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 always a blast so i always look forward to it just like that um so we get getting it we were
2: shooting up in a like in a, a like in a cabin up in the mountains. So when we were done shooting for the day, it was like it was like camping, you know, just like <laughs> watching movies out in the middle of nowhere. It yeah. was great. Are are we are we all pro camping then? Uh yeah, I think so. Oh We've yeah. I'm an Eagle Scout. I was I I used to go camping like every month.
0: Okay. Okay. I oh
1: I did got you get all the, the way
0: to what's the top like like uh what's the top scout? Oh yeah that's that's Eagle. I mean eagle, eagle. Okay. wow okay I got to the second one. Mm-hmm. what was the second one um i think it's like cub yeah that might be that one the second yeah, the or third tiger? One.
2: Yeah, second class oh my, it's been so long yeah, yeah. Like it's like 100 years ago
0: yeah it's 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 i was not um i was a, i was a soccer boy so <laughs> I, that, was, that was my my free time when i was younger yeah um, isn't that isn't
1: that a song or something
0: i i have, I, have oh, no I think idea. that's skater boy that's skater boy
1: <laughs> thinking, thinking of uh, the
0: 2005 uh, concert meme Oh well, it's also a real concert, meme yeah. Now because what's of that. that, what's that show? It's it's called We Were Young. It's going to oh, be in okay. Vegas in October, wow. and it looks awesome. And then it's like, wait a second, this is all one day, twelve hours, like seventy-two bands, <laughs> just That's, like twenty minutes each. This is I don't I, think it's real. I got super excited about it for because I'm I'm a human being, and then I was like, oh, this is like not going to end well. Like this is this is going to go bad. It's so like Woodstock '99. Yeah, or worse. Like, I don't know, man. This is... Yeah, Matt, are you
2: going to go? God, I wish. <laughs> I would go just for Avril Lavigne. Like, you don't yeah. understand the hold that woman had over me when I was, like, 10 years old. No, I mean, if it was, like, a, I, don't, I don't know if you guys ever
0: went or remember, but, like, Van's Warped Tour, it was, like, different stages oh, yeah, on the yeah, same yeah. day. If it's like that, it could work. But I don't know. Well, that's, that's not what we're going to talk about today. We're going <laughs> to talk about... Stuff like Scream, Halloween, horror movie hot takes. But let's talk about what we've seen recently. What would we recommend? Um, so, Matt, as the guest and the first guest of 2022, what is something you've seen recently before we get into these other topics we have lined up um, that you'd recommend people to check out? It could be recent, uh, it could be old, yada, yada.
2: We know in the, these last few days. Um, okay, so recently i had been watching a bunch of like really serious Indie dramas because I'm I'm in film independent so I'm trying to watch the the screeners and they're, oh, all, they're nice. all very good but they're like very so in the last couple of days I've just tried to take a break and go on like an action kick so I've been watching like Donnie Yen and Jason them. I just watched um, Raging Fire the other day Ooh. the last 15 minutes of that movie is like the best action Ooh. scene of the year it's it's this incredible shootout and it's like you don't think it can get be better we're gonna have Nicholas C and, and Donnie Yen fight in the church and it's amazing. Raging um, Fire fucking shreds. It's so, it's so good. good. Wish I seen Johnny it. Yen doesn't age. He looks amazing. Uh,
0: Gene, Gene, you can watch it. Wh- where is it right now? Hang on. It was on uh, Haya, the streaming service. It's like an action movie streaming service. Um, you can watch it on the Roku channel if you have Roku. I don't have Roku. I'm just Googling this. I just no, I just rented it on Voodoo. Yeah, okay. I rented it too, but it's, it's, it's so fucking kick-ass. It's like... It's the last movie by director Benny Chan, who um, was who a, was an action
2: movie legend, basically. Mm-hmm. Uh, Which I didn't know about until there was like a tribute to him in the end credits, but I didn't know that that had happened. He directed some of my favorite Jackie Chan movies, like like Who Am I? Is a a great Jackie Chan movie. That's yeah, a good one.
0: It's a uh, it's it's a great it's a great movie. It's a great send off. Um,
2: everyone go watch it. It's yeah. one of the best go of last, last year for sure. Too, and then and then what else? I ended up inadvertently doing it like a a sort of money truck double feature. I watched Wrath of Man and Den of Thieves and they're both so much better than I, I think they had any right to be. Mm-hmm. Like, and, and they're also the kind of movies where they don't have a lot of action. They make you wait for it. But it's worth it. Yeah, and I, I just like, I mean, a Wrath of Man is really good but Den of Thieves is the one that really stuck hey, with buddy. me because I love when a movie there's this thing in like Hollywood, your characters have to be likable. There's no likable characters in *Den of Thieves*. Gerard Butler plays an absolute stumbag, and it's probably his best performance. Like that, he's it's so good. That is like peak, like
0: scuzzy Gerard Butler.
2: Like every frame of that movie looks like it's covered in sweat.
0: Yeah, it it fucking rocks. Um, I, I I'm pro *Den of Thieves*. I don't know, Gene, have you seen it yet?
1: No, I haven't seen it. I just saw Wrath of Man.
0: Yeah, you and I have been very pro Wrath of Man. Wrath of Man was like the first movie I saw last year. It was the first like of the 2021 movies I saw where I was like, now that's a fucking movie. I'm gonna watch that. I watched it again, like the moment it ended, because I rented it. Mm -hmm. And then I watched it just again, the moment it was over. Because I was like, I don't
2: think I really knew what it was about. I think I just knew, like, oh, it's it's Jason Statham and Money Trucks. I think in my head, it's like, oh, he's probably like a cop who's fired for being too hardcore and then has to do money trucks and he's going to use his skills and like i was not prepared for how like like morose it would mm-hmm. be, how somber and how mean-spirited it would be.
1: Yeah, RIP. Like, I don't want to
2: spoil it, but like that that third act, I'm like this is like so brutal. i mm-hmm. uh, yeah, I'm it... really excited for the next guy Richie movie though. I'm here for the the Josh Hartnett Renaissance oh yeah <laughs> absolutely I, I i like josh hartney i feel like he never really they never figured out
0: what to no, do with no, him really. he's always been like good though he's like he's, he's a good screen yeah. presence and i'm glad he's kind of found this this like 30 days a night was great yeah i like their oh, days, that, and night. That, yeah that's
2: right that's such a good one mm-hmm. yeah i feel like there's some of those actors like james Marsden where they get pigeonholed into like pretty boy mm-hmm. and they never get to actually like until recently only got to be like oh no they're way more interesting than that
0: yeah that's that's why fucking hollywood sucks because we we lose out on the the cis white men that's the only reason hollywood's bad because we <laughs> lose out on the interesting cis white dudes that's the only problem in hollywood of course there's nothing else worth digging into everything else uh, is perfect yeah uh, uh gene what else have you seen recently mm-hmm.
1: Well, I think you guys will be happy to know I started succession. So. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm on the end of uh, season one, starting in on season two. And yeah, I've been uh I've been really uh, loving it. It's uh, been very bingeable. Watching that in like a couple of sittings has been interesting. And I'm not sure if it's meant to be watched like that, but certainly fun. Uh, love cousin Greg. <laughs> love you some cousin Greg and uh of course, Brian Cox. But yeah, no, I uh, I think it's a very uh, just, man that yeah, that series is just uh, such a, like, you're laughing but crying, I guess. Because it's like all the topics are, you know, the way they make it is like, so like irrelevant. But then when you think about it, it's, uh, oh, man, these are terrible people. But kind of laughing at them, I guess, right?
0: Yeah, it, it's like, I think people forget this is like a real satire. Mm-hmm. You know, like, it's, you're laughing at them, but it's, like, sad stuff you're laughing at a lot of the time. Like, yeah. not just because you like the characters and they're so awful, but, like, I don't know. It, it, it has a way of having its cake and eating it, too. Mm-hmm. And it, it finds a nice balance of the cynicism and, like, the moments of optimism where you're, like, fuck, I, I, I want these people to do, like, better sometimes. Like, yeah. every once in a while, you get, like, a glimmer into someone who's, like, oh, God, if they
2: had, like, the, the equipment... To become a better person this is the that's moment how good jeremy strong is though yeah he does this thing i'm still only one season in though i'm behind too but mm-hmm. oh, okay he's like right. the worst person in the world and then he'll do this thing where his face just drops like like something will devastate him and you'll feel bad for him even though you shouldn't mm-hmm. yeah that keeps happening great <laughs> so- <laughs> acting.
1: such great acting all around I just, i love every cast member in that in that show it's just uh
2: i've been waiting yeah. for sarah snook to get like a big break because i thought she was great in that would be predestination and then i feel like i didn't
1: oh. see her for years yeah now she's in this
2: mm-hmm. well, it's um, like and-
1: i wish i wish uh, that adam mckay would have stuck around too after oh, doing what well, he's out.
0: still he's still producing to be fair yeah well oh, yeah like the
1: like the person that directed the pilot back like oh, that yeah. kind of satire yeah. instead of i'm not sure if you guys saw don't look up but still. yeah i saw it <laughs>
0: just did not care for that movie i haven't seen it you don't need yeah. to yeah. okay <laughs> like
2: and i then... watched it because i'm such an award season completionist and i'm like mm-hmm. i have to watch it just so i know what's going on but did it get nominated for anything did it win anything? it's probably gonna be it's probably gonna win screenplay or something oh okay i don't know
0: well that's an acceptable loss i guess <laughs> yeah yeah well here, I didn't see that. Allow me to segue into what else I've seen recently. I've actually seen a lot this week, so I'm not gonna get into all of them. I'm just gonna list some stuff that I really liked. I think worth checking out. Uh Razorback, the 1984 movie about the, the Razorback boar. It's Jaws, but in the outback with a boar.
2: Okay.
0: And for some reason it's shot okay. it's it's the most beautifully shot B monster movie I've ever seen in, the, in my entire life. I've heard of it. It Never heard of it either. I'm gonna I'm gonna retweet it after this. Like the the screen caps I took, it is gorgeous. It's a gorgeous looking movie. Mm. I, I, there's a couple more things. Ninja, right. the Scott Adkins movie Ninja, which is like Batman Begins, but with a ninja, which is like Batman, so Batman, Batman Begins. Begins. Um, but the action's great. Um, Scott Adkins. This was in 2009, and like even back then, it's like shame on humanity for not making Scott Adkins like a, a bigger action star by this point. Like shame on all of us. Um. Ricochet, the Russell McCulley Denzel Washington story, scuzzy cop thriller movie. Mm-hmm. Um, it rocks. Uh, cop shop. I've heard shop. that one. I still haven't
2: seen any of these though.
0: You just say cop shop. Cop shop. I finally you saw cop it? shop. Cop shop is a fucking banger. Cop shop rules. Cop shop I... fucking rocks.
2: Okay, listen. Just to bring it back to what I was saying before, in in the like the weeks leading up to me coming to LA to make my mm-hmm. short film, you know, I started to get like the real nerves, and I'm like. I need to just go to the theater, turn off my brain for two hours and just like watch a movie and not think about anything else. And I saw Cop Shop and it fucking ruled. I, I didn't see the trailer or anything, so I didn't really know what it was about. I didn't know what was going to go mm-hmm. on. Like, I thought it was going to be an action movie. And then like throughout, I'm like, oh, there's no action. It's just sort of like a cat and mouse thriller. And then that last 15 minutes just blows the roof off the place. Oh, yeah, my cop- God. Cop Shop rocks. A cab. But like if you're gonna make a star like yeah.
0: making performance, Alexis louder yeah, as uh as the one good cop, whatever, right? Um, as the one good cop, she kills it. She should be like a star now. Like they, they people should be calling her and be like, oh, that's a
2: badass. She's a filmmaker too. She's written and directed some short films. Really? Okay. Yeah. Well, she yeah. she can fucking do everything then because she's yeah. great. She's great. There, that movie has one of my favorite shots of the year. I don't want to spoil it too much but it, it's there's a shot of her like standing up in slow motion yes, yes. so good that's it's, like the hero shot of the year i mean it's
0: kind of the bad boy shot right yeah the, it is yeah yeah if you if you know bad boys you know exactly what it looks like um the last movie i want to i want to mention if you follow me on twitter or letterboxd or even instagram you know that i finally saw eternals and it only took another three years for me to like another marvel movie but i thought Eternals was great. And I think everyone's dead fucking wrong about this movie. Yeah. I, I I think look if you don't like if you don't like Marvel movies and you're like here's why we can't like support them because of X Y and Z and I am just annoyed by their presence and existence now. I look, I get it, I totally get it. And this recommendation isn't for you. Then this is not a recommendation for you. Don't go watch something else. There's plenty else to watch out there. That's worth it really watching. is. But if you're a Marvel fan and this is the one you don't like. I have to like fight you in the street because I don't know what the fuck anyone's talking about. I thought it was exciting. It made me think about my place in the world. They it's a movie about
2: killing God. Um, oh, I'm in. It's you haven't seen it, Matt? No, it's 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 like after Endgame, my my interest, like I used to be like so into it. I saw every mm-hmm. MCU movie in theaters, but after Endgame felt like a series finale, like something just turned off and I started like, I saw Black Widow because some friends wanted to see it. Mm -hmm. And then I saw Spider-Man, which I really liked Spider-Man. I have to be honest. Maybe, you know, I've said some things, but I I didn't see Shang-Chi or Eternals or any of the Disney Plus stuff. Mm -hmm. Uh, Yeah, I I I I'm probably going to have to watch WandaVision before, you know, Sam Raimi. Doctor Strange. Oh, yeah, yeah. Look, I liked Eternals
0: so much. I'm looking forward to Doctor Strange again. Because I felt that Eternals was like a movie made by human hands with a vision for something, and it's not like a perfect movie. It's great on like the Marvel scale. It's a good movie, but like on the Marvel, it, it's top five Marvel. I, I don't know what the fuck anyone's talking about. I liked it so much. All right, um, I'll watch it. It's. I you're mean, sometimes they break
2: through. Did you did you see Captain
0: Marvel? I did. I like Captain Marvel.
2: Yeah, there's like a there's moments in there where I'm like, oh, this was directed by like directors. Like, there's good stuff in there. And I got to
0: call bullshit on people when they're like, oh, Eternals just looks like the slop they always do. Mm -hmm. I don't know what movie people watched because like I thought it had like really solid color correction. Yeah. There was like shots motivated by like story and character. It wasn't just like Chloe Zhao's pre landscape shots. Like, you know, that's kind of what she's known for now. But it's not that she just does that she's always doing it to like capture a mood or like a place and time and character moment and like she gets to do the same thing here mm-hmm. so i guess her oscar win allowed her to like tell a real story in this movie um so good for her thumbs up they I should let her do one, a trilogy. Like, piece of
2: an interview i really like where it was salma hayek on like a spanish language uh interview and she like started to like cry talking about what it meant to be like a 50 year old You know, you know, let a woman, you know, in the you know, woman who looks like her in that costume and what that, you know, she started talking about all the little girls who are gonna see her, especially like a woman her age. Mm -hmm. And like she got like seriously emotional about it. Like it it didn't feel like it was just a paycheck, like it is for some of these people, seemed really meaningful to her. Yeah. And that really got to me. I that's I haven't seen that, but that's great. And you know what? I had heard
0: that some of the characters were underwritten or whatever. I, I don't understand any of the complaints about this movie. Because I, I thought, there's like 10 main characters in this movie, and I understand completely every character dynamic presented in the film. I feel like I have an understanding of their relationship within thousands of years of each other. And I, I was just very impressed.
2: Job well done. Um, well, I still haven't seen it. I'm going to see it. But I, I don't understand. Yes. There's this like mentality now where anytime there's a movie with more like, more than five characters in an ensemble everyone's like oh there should have been all these standalone movies first like they did with the avengers and i'm like it's not necessary though watch oceans 11 and tell mm-hmm. me you don't know everything you need to know about these characters Yeah, you know yeah i feel I... like a great ensemble you know works with any itself
0: mm-hmm. yeah
2: i, I it was would...
1: ensemble movies
2: yeah, I yeah, would your argue personality the, the, and backstory are not the same thing.
0: Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And I would argue like the snake's kind of eating its own tail because like the, the Marvel movies are kind of responsible for that thinking a little bit. I would yeah. argue. And now it's like, no, 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 you they did it. You, this is good. Don't don't complain about this one. Go complain about why mm. Shang-Chi looks like garbage. Sorry. I that was why my, my bar was so low. I don't know if you know this. Yeah. I saw Shang-Chi and I was like, this is bad. This one was good though. But I'll shut up now because we're here to talk about other stuff too. And um, one of the things we're here to talk about is Matt because you're a huge horror movie fan too. You're like, oh yeah,
2: like I said, like that's that's my genre. Yeah, you yeah. can see a shirt. <laughs> oh yeah, I've got a Japanese Jason Takes Manhattan shirt on right now under my cardigan. What a moment when he like punches that guy's head off. That's <laughs> the best.
0: Uh, so, like, tell us a little bit about like your love of horror movies. I want to give you like the spotlight, especially because I was just rambling about fucking stupid shit right now. Oh, but, yeah, well, like yeah, I wasn't what, prepared like, to do a
2: whole Matt Brown history.
0: No, um, no, you don't have to like. You, you don't have to be like when I was a boy or anything like that. Mm-hmm. But just like, you know, like what?
2: Uh, what is Madrid, your love of Staten horror movies Staten Island, two thousand two. No, you know what it was like. I can actually trace it back to a couple movies, and the first one I think was. Um, it was like summer 2002 and everyone was talking about this movie Signs and I'm like that sounds cool hmm. and so my uh, parents took my little brother to see Spy Kids 2 great movie my older brother and I went to see Signs and it was scaring the shit out of me I had to have been like nine years old I think and like the scene where the alien oh, be on the Brazilian birthday video like gave okay, me okay. nightmares for weeks but I got to the part of the movie when they're at the dinner table and the baby monitor spikes, and I like I turn to my brother and I'm like, we need to leave. I didn't make it to the end of the- it's the only time I've ever walked out of a movie theater in my life, and I didn't finish it until like a year or two later. And you know there was something kind of exciting about that though, and like I kept going back to it. And then I started to check out movies like Halloween or or the um, I went camping where they filmed the first Friday the Thirteenth movie, you know, back to Ooh. camping. So I went back and watched some of those. And then years later, um, I saw Paranormal Activity in theaters. And it was before sort of the whole phenomenon started. There was like three other people in the theater. And even as someone who doesn't believe in ghosts, like that movie traumatized me. But I just kept trying to look for movies that gave me that like same feeling, like there's something excited about scary movies. And yeah, since then, it's been pretty much that and i i i have that's pretty much if i don't know what i'm gonna watch i'll sometimes just go on shutter and just find whatever sounds interesting some good shutter for sure yeah shutter it's it's to me like the the secret
0: mvps of the streaming services are like shutter oh, Tubi. Yeah. you know like those two there's really good stuff on Tubi. be um action film twitter uh shout out to our boys from the action for everyone podcast um tubi's been coming in clutch for for people that love shit like uh nemesis mm-hmm. albert pune's masterpiece nemesis which is made for like two million dollars and it looks like it costs as much as a terminator ripoff um it's to to be clutch to clutch but anyways um so you, so you love horror uh what is your favorite horror franchise? Because we, we do a lot of horror franchise talk on this podcast it's, it's, too.
2: It's Scream. I love. Obviously, I love Friday. I wrote a Friday the Thirteenth movie during lockdown for fun. But for me, it's all about Scream. That Scream is my favorite horror movie. They're all good movies. Uh, yeah, that's that's probably gonna be the number one forever.
0: All right. Um, I also have to shout out your your script for Friday the Thirteenth because it's great. And it should be made into a real feature film. Thank um, you, I'll
2: take it.
0: Yeah, uh, uh, producer, Hol- Mr. Hollywood, go go make <laughs> that happen. Matt Brown is right here. His contact information is easy to find. Um, it's great. Uh, did you see Scream Five? Like five, yeah, five Cream? <laughs> yeah, Five Cream. Um, yeah. Gene and I haven't seen it. Matt Gringo and
2: I haven't seen it yet for the retrospective. Mm -hmm. Uh, What are are your thoughts? Can you tell us what you thought about it? I I can say I liked it. I really liked it. And obviously, you know, there was, you know, very nervous about it. I'm sure everyone has the same feeling. This is the first one where there's no Wes Craven and no Kevin Williamson. I know Scream 3 was more Aaron Kruger, but, you know, you still had Wes behind the camera. So a little nervous, but I really liked Ready or Not. So I was open to it. It doesn't feel exactly like Wes Craven, which I kind of appreciate that they weren't just trying to copy it. You know, Wes Craven had this very not an overt style, but he had a style for those Ooh. movies that really worked, and and you can tell it's different people behind this. But it it's still found. It's hard to talk about the main reason I liked it without spoiling it because uh, I'll say this: there's a lot of people already saying, "Oh, we can't wait for Scream." six you know and i'm like i don't know if you can really do that right away because every scream movie has its point it's trying to make either a movie trope or something that going on in the pop culture landscape there's a reason scream four only could have been made 10 years after scream three and there's a reason this one couldn't have been made except for this point in time and so that's why i feel like it found an angle that really worked for this and i thought i thought it was good i really liked the new cast jenna ortega is excellent i hope to see more of her in anything just shout out to that it's i really liked it i understand some of the problem people had you know some of it maybe felt a little like it could have gone a little further with certain themes or whatever but i just i really enjoyed it all right and uh this is this is
0: another reason I brought you on the podcast before we go gushing on geostorm you and i have beef i don't know if people know this it's um It's about the Halloween sequels. You 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 hate movies is what you told me in our private conversations. You were like all movies. Yeah, they're all bad because you saw. I mean, is it fine to talk about you don't like you're you're not a fan of the direction of certain Halloween sequels that have I presence?
2: I'm not the biggest fan of the last two Halloween movies, basically. I want it to be though. Like I really like. I I don't know if we just want to jump into it right away. I yeah, feel like yeah, go well for it. Made. there's some really good scares and sequences and and kills in there, and I feel like they look great. I just I just don't like the the story direction. I don't like some mm-hmm. of the the writing. The last one kills felt like almost an hour and a half of filler. Like I it just I just wasn't crazy, but it felt a little, I don't like to use this term in a derogatory way, but the last one especially felt a little fan fiction-y to me. Mm. It's like, we're going to turn Lonnie into a main character. And in the back of my head, I'm like, who gives a shit about Lonnie? (laughs) You know, I I just feel like they, a lot of it feels like too many characters spread over too many plot lines and you don't get enough time with the characters to really give them enough depth you know like like even in in the first one which i think is better than kills the the one from 2018 uh, i still feel like is a better movie like it's just a fine like halloween sequel but in terms of like the angle it's going like oh we're finally seeing lori dealing with her ptsd and i'm like we've seen that twice before i love h2o and i love rob zombie's halloween too you know mm-hmm. so i just feel like i just maybe if they'd done something different, I just, they haven't been working for me, and again, I said Scream is my favorite, you know, scary movie, I'd say Halloween is probably my second favorite, you know, so it's, it's, you know, it's not a nostalgia thing, because it's not like I was against the new Scream sequel, I just, these new Halloween movies just haven't been working for me, and I'm someone who likes most of the other sequels, like, I still think Halloween Resurrection is just, like, a fun, if you're just gonna, like, you know have a little something or whatever like it's a fun entertaining movie even though it's a bad halloween movie just like just cut around the first 15 minutes right yeah essentially no the first 15 minutes are trash cut to start 15 minutes in and it's a perfectly entertaining slasher movie
0: okay yeah um i did not like halloween kills you can hear all my thoughts about i just want to matt's perspective on them because it's something we've been talking about uh just in our friendship for 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 a minute here
2: i know you liked the the first halloween the first but you know the the 2018 you liked it a lot more than i did and even when i I did listen to your episode with matt about halloween kills and it still sounded like you liked it more than i did even a little bit uh
0: i don't know i i was really that was my big disappointment of 2021 kills was like a real letdown um there's interesting stuff was it a bigger
2: disappointment than spiral i haven't seen Spiral. Oh. I haven't seen Spiral yet. Um here here. Um I like Spiral. Think of the easiest twist ending possible for a Saw movie. That's the ending of Spiral. Oh, that sucks. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um I I will check it
0: out Ooh. because like Saw, I I've, I've also talked about in the retrospective. If we haven't done a Saw retrospective, I don't think we will because they do kind of become like monogamous at a certain point. Um, but Ooh. like You know, Saw is, like, cinematic canon. Like, it's very funny that this was, like, horror for, like, a decade. This was the horror thing for Mm -hmm. the post-9-11 era. That's how fucked up... This is why society's fucked up. Not because we saw the Saw movies, but because we were just like, yeah, okay, this is normal. Mm -hmm. Um, Like, you show a Saw movie to the Founding Fathers, and they drop dead immediately, right? (laughs) Yeah, it's like... Like, what is like? I don't know if
2: people really. I'm sorry. No, no, no. Go, go, go ahead. Fuck it. Whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Go ahead. It's just like, I don't, I don't know if people like really remember the hold those movies had on culture. Like, like I remember being in high school and like the students and the teachers were having conversations about like what's going to happen next in Saw 4. Like, it was a, they were a big deal.
1: To like the fourth or the fifth one.
2: (laughs) Yeah. People were talking about them the way they did. Like, What's gonna happen next on Game of Thrones? Like, what's gonna happen on Succession? Like, it was, like, those were the water cooler movies for like a decade. Yeah,
0: every Halloween it was, it was Saw yeah. season nonstop. It was, I want to play a game, you know. So, um, yeah, Saw, Saw is like fun because of that. It's like it, it's a staple of the time. Um, so I, I'm I'm interested in checking out Spiral. Mm-hmm. I have not heard. Good things, I guess. Just Better than uh, Jigsaw. Oh, jigsaw is awful. Yeah, yeah. as, no, as, as a saw defender, one. jigsaw is like the worst thing ever. <laughs> yeah. there, there's no
2: point to jigsaw. Don't watch jigsaw. Um, if you're interested in a good PG-13 saw movie, I've recently become a fan of the escape room movies. I don't yes. know if I'm in the minority there. No, 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 no. those are I, those are entertaining. Yeah, I like I saw this the, the second one. That's another one. I saw the second one um a few days ago like my heart was pounding i have to be honest like i was really into them yeah no escape rooms are fun
0: um for like and the movies i haven't done an actual mm-hmm. one uh, i should uh, oh yeah, real they, ones are fun too. i haven't done one okay, okay. yeah in a long time there you go We'll we'll do a podcast in an escape room mm-hmm. at some point <laughs> yeah um, just getting scared but yeah uh no i those movies are like solid like i don't know you could do a lot worse with horror movie stuff like yeah it's not gonna shake your world like the empty man or something but like oh my man, god i a, saw that recently too
2: that that that's a banger i love that movie yeah that movie yeah. is fucking incredible oh it's like
1: man. this movie that's like i don't know like mythical where it just comes out during this uh pandemic no one knows about it and then it's just up on the streaming surface yeah,
2: yeah. it's like it, it was all like, word of mouth yeah, yeah but
1: it's like uh was it's like uh i don't know there was like uh that like fake arcade system people say gave like people like uh brain aneurysms or something
0: but the government do you know what i'm talking yeah, about yeah like the movie that kind of taps into the like our fascination with like creepypastas yeah oh, that was saying, kind like of released pasta like that's a creepypasta. creepypasta yeah yeah like it's like isn't it's that just perfect that's mm-hmm. like perfect i i it's a bummer that the movie wasn't like hugely well received and even the director i believe has said like they didn't get to do their final passes on it. Like, they could have used, like, mm-hmm. another editor too and like yeah, I, kind I heard of that read. he
2: didn't consider it finished, which is kind
0: yeah. of... Yeah, kind of and I'm like, dude, if this is, like, your rough cut,
2: like, you That's a talent right there, because that's mm-hmm. fucking
0: good. Um, but, yeah. And shout so. out to James
2: Badge Dale. You know, I was a 24 fan, and so I was, like, seeing that guy, like, really, like, become a movie star. Like, he was a, mm. a Marvel villain. Like, that dude is <laughs> solid. Yeah,
1: that's cool. I love the scene where he's seen the... Uh cult and they all just move in unison. He's like, oh fuck this. And when they just hear him, that's
2: such a iconic scene, right? It's the yeah. it's the realistic reaction, you know, like mm-hmm. you're not gonna be like, hmm, let me get closer. Like he acted like a real person. Yeah. Yeah. it's, it's yeah. so
1: creepy how they just like the way they move to that cult.
2: Yeah. It's 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 like a nightmare.
0: Um but speaking of James Badgedale 24 action. That's how I do my segues today. Uh yeah. let, let's talk about Geostorm. It's time geostorm action movies roland emmerich uh matt again as our Ooh. guest what what is your relationship to roland emmerich disaster movies who did not roland emmerich did not direct geostorm that is dean devlin the producer of a bunch of roland emmerich movies yes. but where, where are you coming dean from devlin with this wrote stuff?
2: like a bunch of the roland emmerich movies this is yes. a director uh so not not jumping into geostorm i want to start with roland emmerich i I think, like, one of the first movies I ever saw in theaters was the Roland Emmerich Godzilla. I would have been, like, five years old. And that movie rocked my world. I wore out the VHS. Like, I loved it. And then oh, yeah. later I on, I found myself mm-hmm. watching Independence Day, which still holds up so much. Yeah. And I was gonna
1: say, I just re-saw the 98 Godzilla recently. It was on Netflix. Doesn't
2: still, it, like, it's fine, right?
1: Yeah, I, I'd still, like, not the biggest fan, but, like, I was really impressed by, like, just, like, the production design or, like, the, uh, like, the atmosphere. It's just raining the whole fucking movie. Like, that would have been a fucking slog to get I remember so watching it. I, I went down that. to
2: visit my grandparents once, and we rented Godzilla on VHS. And when oh, the movie nice. was over, we went outside, and it was sunny. And, like, my grandfather was like, I really thought it was raining outside. <laughs> that whole movie is wet.
1: Oh, man, yeah. I was going to say, also, it has the best teaser. You have to give it to uh, that production team. Do you remember the... Uh, it's like new year's eve and it's like the balls are dropping and then godzilla just like swings his tail
2: oh no i remember the one in the museum yeah there's a the museum one. there's a really good one in the museum where like a bunch of kids are on a mm-hmm. trip and like the natural history museum and they look at the skeleton of a t-rex and godzilla's foot just crushes the whole thing yeah size does matter
1: yeah You're
0: they
1: like, got yeah. the roland emmerich dean devlin uh team they have such good uh trailers and teasers because For Independence Day, I think there's one too, where it's just the White House. I think it was during the Super Bowl. Yeah, Just the White House being destroyed, right?
2: Yeah, that's a classic. I mean, even Mm -hmm. the one for like, I remember like, again, I remember before the Day After Tomorrow came out, that would have been, I would have still been in elementary school, I think. And even the kids were like, everyone was excited for the Day After Tomorrow. Yeah, like global warming, what's that? Like there was a decade where Roland Emmerich like dominated movie theaters.
1: yeah. Yeah, The After Tomorrow was really interesting for sure. Cause it was like kind of
0: Yeah, just kind of that topic was like such a weird <laughs> It's it's a weird movie to do mm-hmm. that topic about, but I truth be told, because that we were all pretty young when that movie yeah. came out. That movie's my first instance of what's global warming? Like mm-hmm, Gene, you're yeah. you're making a joke, but you're right. I was like, what is that? Mm-hmm. How come it gets cold with global warming? And then my parents thankfully are at least knowledgeable enough to be like oh well it actually means this and i was like oh that's scary we should do something
2: about that yeah and now i'm like hey. two years later al gore's like mm-hmm. i gotta make an inconvenient truth he was blown yeah. away after tomorrow he was- <laughs> i wonder if yeah if
1: he if you like that I, don't know if anyone- they,
2: I remember we watched an inconvenient truth in science class and there's a scene mm-hmm. where they there there's this helicopter shot over some um glaciers and i'm watching and i'm like I'm 99% sure they just ripped out the opening credits of Day After Tomorrow. Like, I'm pretty sure they just pulled yeah. the scene.
1: He had to have uh, seen it, or at least he has to be aware of
2: it, for sure. I still think it's a solid movie. I think it's it's actually mm-hmm. good. I like the characters. It's pretty intense. The ending there, yeah. is a little ridiculous when they're running away from the hallway that's freezing. and It's like, run, the temperature is coming. <laughs> <But> <laughs> it's pretty solid until, and it's scary. Mm-hmm
0: uh i i cannot vouch for it because i haven't seen it in a long long time i will absolutely vouch for the 98 godzilla as being yeah. the perfect netflix watch mm-hmm. um yeah I it like, really is because I, I was i was watching that like through
1: some lunch breaks and stuff working from home and it's just it's so fun i was gonna say i love uh, jean renault when
0: he just randomly does an elvis impression Oh, no. <laughs> yeah. Jean keep... Renaud and the yeah. French spies are the greatest part of, like, the 90s mm-hmm. cinema thing. Oh, ever. yeah. are like, like, oh, we're all chewing gum. Oh, it's to look more American. Like, that's so fucking funny. Yeah. <laughs> like... Well, I was gonna say, like, he just did the Elvis impression just because
1: he likes Elvis, right? He mm-hmm. was like, they just like, oh, do you want to do that? He's like, yes.
2: Yeah, the guard yeah. is like, yeah, that's totally normal. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. Well, thank you very much. It's like, what the fuck?
2: That was my first <laughs>
0: instance of, like, an Elvis impression in a yeah. movie and I was like what the fuck is this you know like sounds American I haven't come enough. across that before think, even
2: though like you look at the characters they're all pretty thin you know the the mm-hmm. it's, it's a pretty basic story but I feel like Emmerich just knows how to craft a really good sequence you know yeah. like, no matter how ludicrous they are like there's a scene where Godzilla jumps into the I want to say the East River and there's nuclear submarines coming. around that water is like 20-30 feet deep it's not possible yeah but, yeah. It's so thrilling. The ending right. of Madison Square Garden is, like, top tier. Mm-hmm. Like, I and mean, clearly man. they're just, like, we have to do Velociraptors because Jurassic Park came out five years right. ago, but it still really works.
1: Yeah, I was going to say, uh, also the tension and the you know, the political intrigue is, like, it, it works enough because even with uh, Mayor Ebert. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Still laugh at that Mayor Ebert. Mayor Ebert
2: um, and his assistant, Gene. Mm-hmm.
1: Like even that, like it's still it's very uh, it's like oh, that's certainly saying something. I don't know if it's saying a lot, but certainly has like some sort of point of view which
0: appreciates it's, just thinking about his election. And it's Roland Everett <laughs> being like, hey, pretty. they didn't like my other movies. I should yeah, I should drag them in my next movie. Mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> and then they still dragged it. I can't remember if it was Ebert or Siskel who were like, if you're gonna put us in the movie, at least let us get squished or something. Yeah, it was, yeah, they, was Ebert.
1: yeah, yeah. They acknowledge it. They thought it was uh. They didn't think it was clever, but yeah, they kind of, yeah, they said something like that. I
2: don't know. I'll yeah, find I mean, anyone who says that Independence Day is bad, though. Like, I'm sorry, Roger. Oh, no. That, Independence Day is great.
1: The sequel, that's another story. <laughs> but uh, I tried again. so hard to
2: convince myself I liked it. Like, I saw it, like, mm-hmm. Thursday night, like, opening screening, and I'm like, we're talking afterwards, like, it. Was, there was some fun stuff in there, mm-hmm. right? I don't even it if it had Will
1: Smith. Yeah, if it had Will Smith, it would have been any, at least more likable, I guess.
0: Yeah, well, isn't that like so weird? It's like Will Smith wouldn't do that, but it's like Suicide Squad.
2: Fuck yeah! I
0: don't think Suicide Squad.
1: Oh yeah, he did Suicide Squad for that instead. Yeah, of that it was movie. the same year. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, I yeah, hate that thing movies that. do
2: though when an actor doesn't come back, so they kill off their character off screen. Mm-hmm. Like, can you find another way? I always find that kind of cheap. Like an yeah.
1: Anime. Well, he dies so goofy too. He died in an accident.
2: Yeah, which is kind of lame.
1: But yeah, he's an expert pilot. Like he. Crafted all this alien tech, he like fight it throughout the thing. I don't think he would die that way.
0: Yeah, he just well, had like one one cancer. I don't know. He smoked if, a lot. If you're gonna, here's the thing if you're gonna do a sequel to a Will Smith movie without Will Smith, if I'm the producer holding the most money, I'm like, I can't support this because it won't work. Yeah. It it just never does. I'm sorry. Like, yeah. even The Suicide Squad, a movie that I think we all really enjoyed to a degree, mm-hmm. um, yeah. it bombed like horrendously. Like the general public doesn't like care about Suicide Squad because of DC Comics, right? That's fine. I don't, I don't even whatever. Um, but Will Smith is in the first movie. It it made a lot of money because it's a Will Smith vehicle. Um, Yeah, I don't know if people remember
2: that movie made a lot of money. Yeah, Yeah, it's the sad,
0: depressing truth. Yeah, made a fuck ton of money because that's the trailers were were convincing and Will Smith was awesome in the trailers. Mm -hmm. Um, good trailers. Don't, uh, you, you, you don't bet against Will Smith sequels. You just don't do it. Sorry. Well,
2: you can't recast them either. There's a lot of characters, you know, especially in blockbusters that you can recast. You know, they recast, you know, Maggie Gyllenhaal and Don Cheadle and all these things, but, like, there's something about Will Smith where it's like, he makes every role Will Smith, that you can't replace him. You
0: know, yeah. which is why Gemini
2: Man is the best movie ever made. Oh, yeah. It's two, Will Smiths. Yep. Two, mm-hmm. two
0: Will Smiths. Yeah, it's, it's Citizen Kane. I there's only Will one Smith. Kane yeah yeah and gemini man 2 also smith you can't beat that yeah that's so anyone seen made. uh his youtube channel <laughs> oh and his youtube channel yeah <laughs> no.
1: his youtube channel guy. is just kind of like cringy and yeah
0: Let's well see. once celebrities realized they could take the sponsorship money from <clears throat> normal people on <clears> throat> youtube throat> youtube just just took a nosedive that's why youtube is not yeah. interesting anymore and that's why podcasts are all the rage
2: much well, like ours um it wasn't which, even that happened a bunch of celebrities started doing podcasts and now people are listening to those and you only have so many hours in the day and that's why yeah. some of the you know smaller ones are struggling mm-hmm.
0: yeah.
2: so- on, on an unrelated note everyone check out
0: the five hour podcast i did on the matrix sequels i'm sure you all have time for that uh <laughs> oh, let's, let's to go back to uh to 90s action cinema like the matrix and independence day um uh, Moonfalls coming out. This is good tie into Geostorm. Moonfalls coming out. Uh it it looks like a film that was forgotten by the 90s in in, in a good way to me. I, I I've seen some people be like, it looks so dumb. And I'm like, Yeah, be thankful. It looks like a mm-hmm. movie that's not ashamed to it has be a like personality. Yeah, it looks like a movie that's not ashamed to be stupid. You know, I don't mm-hmm. need to be like winking, isn't Dang this is. so crazy? No? Like it could just be crazy, you know. <laughs> you don't have to call attention to it. And that's what I really liked about Geostorm too. Uh, the five-year anniversary to our beloved ridiculously stupid maybe one of the stupidest movies ever made it's like godzilla versus kong at the bottom right here is pretty stupid deep blue sea maybe the stupidest and then geostorm vying for the top position of stupid and i love it with all my heart
2: i want if we just want to jump into it there is a scene in geostorm that is so stupid it (laughs) almost made me consider quit writing wow Please do tell. It's this the secret code between brothers. The dumbest thing I've ever seen. Well, you don't have a secret code? Oh my god. What was that?
1: You don't have a secret code?
2: Not that, no, not that elaborate. They're talking about, <laughs> they're talking about, that's something you need, like the Enigma machine to break. It's like, yeah. yeah, we came up with it when we were 12, and I'm like, what were you, like, what secrets were you telling that needed to be hidden by such a dumb code that no one can crack uh i also
0: have to shout out that gerard butler is like a brilliant scientist man mm-hmm. and he 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 names the uh the weather machine dutch boy i i just hearing gerard butler be like that's my baby dutch boy mm-hmm. It's just like so fucking awesome <laughs> um there's I, I also think that's there, what we're missing really from tells
2: them it's like the richard schiff guy is like ah you're an hour late and he's like yes yeah, sorry I literally had to fly in from outer space and I'm like, that's a dumb line, but he sells
0: it. Oh, he sells the shit out of it. And I think that's what we're also missing from a lot of, like, action cinema. Foreigners declaring themselves American heroes. I mean (laughs) that with, like, the utmost respect. Because, you know, like, I think about, like, Van Damme and, like, Arnold Schwarzenegger. Oh, yeah. And it's like, oh, they're working for the American military, you know? And Arnold in Predator, you know, what, what the fuck is, like, one of his first lines, he's like, uh... Does your cabinet minister always travel on the wrong side of the border? And it's like, oh yeah, that's just from America. Yeah, totally. Yeah. It's a, it's that's what a... there's,
2: I just watched um another one. I watched another Jorah Butler movie. I finally watched the last Fallen movie, Angel is Fallen. Oh yeah. And there's a line in there where someone's like, you know, it's different when you're fighting for, you know, money than when you're fighting for your flag. And I'm like, you got a Scottish Secret Service agent here. Like no matter how hard he tries to hide that accent, draw Butler's like, yeah, I'm an American yeah and it, you know what it rocks um those movies rock angel has fallen was whatever but like mm-hmm. olympus has fallen and london has fallen are some mean movies that would have made 500 million dollars if they came out in 97 uh Probably, yes yeah.
0: yes to the latter i i can't i can't quite get there with you i I apologize i can't really okay. get there with those movies i'm more of a white house
2: down fan myself um i'm more olympus has fallen uh, yeah. okay it's same year though it's the same thing as like armageddon deep impact dante's uh peak and, and volcano on um, yeah. more great disaster movies by the way yes but i will say the absolute greatest
0: thing about the has fallen movies is that mike banning's action hero trademark is that he stabs people to death that's <laughs> psychotic that's so perfect it's just like full throttle like action hero disgustingness um he stabs a man in the head in every film i believe i haven't seen angel has fallen yet i don't
2: did I see Angelus Fallen? Angelus Fallen is not as no. it's it's it feels Ooh. it almost feels like a PG thirteen movie with some f bombs and blood. Like it is not as mean spirited or ugly Ooh. as Olympus and London, which is I think why it's trying, really to be, fun yeah. trying to be one. Yeah, trying to be more likable. <laughs> yeah, that's I don't know why. Like I loved Olympus is Fallen and and even London, which is okay, just because they're so like there. they don't care about being likable at all they're so mean
0: they're they're crazy like jinguistic. and that this like i mean action yeah. movies in general are like very like if you want to get like real serious you know they, they tend to be like problematic but like what it's not real like it's fine yeah i think horror fans and action movie fans generally understand mm-hmm. that this shit is like
2: fiction you know we're not pro it in real life we're pro it in fiction you know yeah there's um, that great thing that you know Wes Craven and Kevin Williamson did in the screen movies where they're not just about horror movies they are about the relationship between violence in real life and violence in, in media and they made a pretty like stern statement in the third one it's like you know it's like you cannot blame them you know so it's like I feel like a lot of people don't understand that you know like when I'm watching you know Friday the 13th you know seven or mm-hmm. whatever and these teenagers are being hacked up I'm not like cheering on you know violence against young people. Yeah. So just because I cheer when Gerard Butler stabs a dude in the back of the head doesn't mean like I'm anti-gun. But when Gerard Butler picks up a machine gun, I'm so for it.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. I I I'm definitely the same. Like in real life, like I, I get like I don't do well with real blood. But in movies, I'm like, yeah, I want that person's head to like split open. Like if they're <laughs> shooting if you're shooting someone on film, I want them to like be eviscerated. I want that Robocop
2: blood splatter shit <laughs> I, I don't i want them to look like a bag of meat when they're done yeah
1: i um, you know would
2: cop shop did really well that i miss in movies is when the room starts getting obliterated when there's just debris flying in the air mm-hmm. i don't really like when a bullet hits and it's just sparks like no show me something like getting destroyed mm. show me the power of a bullet
0: yeah, I mean, that's why I fucking love John Woo movies, too. You know, like. The, the, oh, just pieces the, of paper flying everywhere. Oh, it's so fucking great. Just adds that to extra texture. And to go back to the heads fallen stuff, I'm willing to bet they took a hard left wing turn after Trump got elected because they were like, oh, yeah, these are like yeah North Korean invaders. Let's go defeat North Korea in the first. Yeah. one. Let's go defeat the Middle East in the second one on the streets of London. Oh, Donald Trump's president now.
2: Yeah, well, Ooh. literally, angel has fallen. Not it's. I mean, it's a. There's no twist in it. You don't see something coming, so I'm not spoiling it. The bad guys are like, oh, we need to like stop, you know, because they were like dealing with the Russian interfering with the election. I'm like, are we really trying to be like topical here? Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, three years prior, you had a movie with like Ooh. Middle Eastern terrorists. Like, I don't think you're trying to be, you know, politically correct in these movies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, it's um i'm not i'm not
0: going to them for like a genuine political insight you know i kind of would have respected them more had they just been like like gone even further you know actually you know what no i don't know because yeah it was a very sensitive. it's still a very sensitive time i don't know if we needed that at all but um it's just funny to think about you know (laughs) yeah also just
1: being being from like millennium films like just the like left turn after left turn of like bad decisions and whatever oh, they yeah. do so yeah
0: <laughs> yeah uh did millennium have anything to do with geostorm or is that just different millennium's like they do cheaper stuff right
1: yeah well yeah they did that shitty
0: hellboy movie oh
1: i forgot yeah. which movie they did uh hellboy at 2019 oh one. no i didn't see the yeah, movie. yeah it's it's very forgettable
2: yeah oh it's no, bad geostorm costs too much money for that. Oh, I yeah, yeah. It's too good. Geo storm had like a stupid big budget. It was like 120 or 150.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
2: And um, it was on the shelf for like three years. They started I, filming. I was I was doing research before this. They started filming in 2014. Wow. And, and then they did reshoots. And oh, by the way, I took notes. I don't know if this was part of the reshoots, but there's a scene where Gerard Butler is talking to his daughter, and in one shot, she's a completely different actress. <laughs> I don't know if Whoa. it was a stand-in. It could have been a stand-in, you know, because because young actors can only work so much time, but yeah. it's not like the back of her head. Like, she's sort of out of focus, but she walks towards the camera, and it's a completely different person. She's oh, like, uh, yeah, they
1: couldn't, like, uh, CGI the face or something. I don't have no money. Yeah, I guess so. It's like, I don't know if you've seen Book of Boba Fett, but, like, they don't <laughs> reuse uh, stuff of young Boba. They just, like, use a different actor.
2: Yeah, I saw some of the try. side by sides. It's it's weird. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's that's
0: strange. Um, yeah. I will see that with Book of Boba Fett eventually. Yeah, eventually. Uh, it's kind
2: of a boring show. I've okay. I've not heard great I'm, things. Um, I'm looking at my notes here again for for Geostorm mm-hmm. and I don't remember the context of most of these. Like one of my notes is just Zazi beats written in all caps. Oh, she's in there? Yeah. Yeah, she's no, she's just great. Like, um, she even... but she she doesn't have anything to do in it.
0: No. <laughs> like, ooh. Yeah. She's just a great uh, actress. I'm just a fan.
2: I had a counter going. They say the word Geostorm out loud on screen nine times. Yes. That's important. And it shows up on screen 14 times. I feel like that's um, very important information. You saw this movie in IMAX. <laughs> Who did. Me Diego did. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I saw it in theaters, but not in IMAX. I
0: saw it in yeah. IMAX. Yeah, for the one week it was there. It was awesome. And was it like
1: i just know that meme where it's like the two hands? So it's like one
0: week in IMAX, King of the Monsters,
2: Geostorm. <laughs> oh,
0: Geostorm. Yeah. I would have loved to see that in IMAX. I got I got I, the last one of that too. Yeah.
2: I remember the trailers for again. Geostorm is another movie, <laughs> like where every twist you kind of see coming. Like, I don't even know why they bothered bother doing a twist. I remember when the teaser came out and there's one mm-hmm. shot of Ed Harris in it and everyone's like, oh, he's the bad guy. Yeah. Like, clearly. <laughs> and then the movie comes out and it's like, yeah, he's the bad guy.
0: Uh, I, I, We don't have to break down the movie beat by beat or anything like that, but I do want to give credit to GeoStorm for doing something that a lot of <laughs> genre stuff I feel doesn't quite get to do all the time for budgetary or time restrictions, whatever. Every thing you think of when you hear the description of geostorm and like what like uh what the, the the conflict's gonna entail it's a machine that controls the weather that will distort like that will that will cause havoc on planet earth right mm-hmm. everything that pops into your mind like the possibilities it does like like it does it it's like okay well it'll freeze the middle east will blow up streets fire tornadoes uh lightning storms <laughs> like everything you think of it'll do like, yeah uh, props thumbs up and then there's space
2: action too like yeah i have to give it the credit you know there's there's two characters on the space station pull out guns and i'm thinking of that line in armageddon where, where, where real Patton is like what are you doing with a gun in space and i'm like that's a good question why do you have those <laughs> but yeah i have to give it credit it does i think i said in my, in my it does take it to its full potential in terms of what it can do i think i said it like in my Letterboxd review the other day it was like one star five stars who gives a shit they try to assassinate the president with a lightning storm like
0: hmm.
2: it's 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 original yeah and
0: you I've know i've never like, seen that
2: in a movie before
0: and i I think it unfortunately is coming out or it came out at this time when people are trying to like outsmart movies that they're watching you know it's kind of like the so like cinemasins
1: yeah, yeah this is kind of the yeah. trail
0: off of the height of sins. you know or it's like, like the, oh uh... like geostorm really that's so dumb it's like yeah no shit it's dumb like these people didn't think they made like some brilliant like work of art. I think they made a brilliant work of entertainment. I think it's very mm-hmm. entertaining. Um, That's such a it's weird. It's not trying uh, to be Citizen Kane, you know. No. And I, I feel like that might be like an easy out for some movies. But like, it's called Geostorm. You're you're not gonna uh, you're not gonna outsmart the movie. It's it's very clearly knowing what it is. I I don't know what to tell some people
2: sometimes. I guess is all. It's like I mean, I said it's it is one of the dumbest movies I've ever seen, but I have seen it three times. Yeah, you know, you know, and, and I I would watch it in a mm-hmm. a re release, I guess. Let's throw back a few cold ones with the boys. Like it's a fun time. Yeah, yeah, you know what? It, it this this
0: would have been a great Netflix party watch. That's what this would have been.
2: Yes, this oh, would have been really fun. Um, is HBO Max does HBO Max have that feature? I don't know. It's a Warner Brothers movie. That'd yeah. be
1: nice. Yeah, I remember when we were watching Solo. What's yeah,
0: oh is this on HBO good.
2: Max right now? I I it I think so. I, so. I mean I just have I have the Blu-ray. I watched it on Blu-ray.
0: I I also do. Yes, it is on HBO Max and Peacock, apparently. Mm. I, forgot Peacock. I forgot about Peacock. As did I as did I. but no,
2: it's, it's Geostorm. It's on HBO Max. Yeah. Go watch it. I mean, I feel uh, like, yeah, show. it did come out in a really bad time where everyone was trying to nitpick. I feel like less than 10 years before that, 2012 came out mm-hmm. and made like six or seven hundred million dollars. Like it was a big hit. People loved it. Yeah, people like were really fascinated. Changed.
1: What was that? Well, they were really fascinated by 2012. So yeah, they were,
2: yeah, that's right. That was sort of a, a moment a, in time. That was a weird thing. That was like
1: mm-hmm.
2: It was like the 21st, right? December 21st. Yeah, it was like it was like one 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 two one two. It was like, dude, that's oh, so weird. Were... Yeah, it was like it was. I think it was December twenty first, twenty twelve.
0: Yeah, and then the yep. day happened, and like nothing happened. Yeah, I was well, like I... It, it, I think it's all marketing, and mm-hmm. this isn't me like oh some grand conspiracy by the alumni. I don't think any of that stupid bullshit. But I do think people are trying to push like a narrative of like, oh, that's going to be a big date because of whatever reasons for marketing for stuff like the two thousand twelve movie or yeah. like you guys remember 666 we would have been in middle school when this happened i think yeah, yeah. oh when
2: they when they remade the omen just so it could come out on june 6 2006 mm-hmm. yeah like, that like, was that's the only reason like yeah, that's nothing that's that, that a nothing date. dates yeah I was like really well why didn't it happen in 1006 or just the year six why 2006 you know it doesn't mean anything or yeah like, exactly and in oh, so, the th- movie 11 11 11 so it could come out like on november 11 2011 i'm like Again, that doesn't mean anything. <laughs> yeah, so, so you, cool.
0: you see what I'm saying. Yeah, like, it's just ridiculous. It, it, it means nothing. Uh, the only thing that means anything is Geostorm, baby. Mm-hmm. Geo, Geostorm is all that matters. We, we all give Geostorm a big thumbs up. Yeah. Crack crack open some cold ones with the boys. I mean, crack crack open some Yeah, have some you ever boys. been watching
2: a car chase in a movie and wished it took place in the middle of a lightning storm? Geostorm is the answer.
0: yeah. Who cares if they reuse poster assets from Inception for Geostorm? It's Geostorm. Yeah. That's all like here, you matters.
2: see this bit here where they're in the middle of the street and the title wake up. That doesn't happen in the movie.
0: No, no, it doesn't. It Ooh. does. It does happen in the post for Inception, though. And it just looks very similar. They think we would forget. I didn't. Um, yeah, crack, crack open some boys with the cold ones and and go watch Geostorm. Matt Brown, thank you for joining me and Gene on this incredibly messy first episode of 2022. Uh, where can the people find you? What else would you like to shout out? Take it away. Do whatever uh, you want. You can
2: find me on Twitter at matt 88 It's a newer account, so if you used to follow me in the past, make sure you find the new account. Um, I already mentioned, you. Know, I've got a short film coming out. Every year I do a, a, a like an edit montage of all the years that came out the year before. I'm working on that now. It's something I do for fun. So hopefully you can check that out. I've got last year's pinned to my Twitter and anything else I got going on, I'll probably tweet about it so you can find me there. Yeah, thank you very much. I'll have to, I'm, I'm linking all
0: that down below in the YouTube and SoundCloud, Spotify descriptions, et cetera um so go, go go check out all all matt brown stuff gene thank you again for joining yeah. me my friend uh what what else we got cooking for the podcast this year well, we got we got some things yeah we got some stuff we got oh, okay uh, some inter- i know i know you were working on something specifically i didn't know if you wanted to shout it out oh yeah
1: not, sure but- like we got some interviews coming coming out we have uh one with uh tron bruce boxoid mox letter and i was box slider excuse me you're good you're good it's a hard you're name good. i didn't know it either yeah no that's all right and then our friend the uh challenge guy returns from infographic show so be fun talking about ghosts that's a weird uh weird topic and
0: like ghosts I, ghosts in, are in, cool yeah. in this ghosts economy
1: yeah
0: Anyways, ghostbusters um, go, ghostbusters did, did you see ghostbusters matt yeah <laughs> <laughs> i haven't seen it i'm like i think i'm good mm-hmm. um yeah, where uh where can the people find Eugene? Did you already say? Sorry. Yeah, you could find, no, sorry. You sorry. find me on Twitter and Instagram @gene9892. All right, and you could follow me at the Diego Crespo. Check out the Waffle Press on Twitter, YouTube, SoundCloud, Spotify, iTunes and Patreon and get some early access stuff. Uh get a sneak peek of the next retrospective that we're starting. I'll give you I'm just going to say what it is. I'm not going to say the title of the movie we're doing cuz no one's going to give a shit if I say that. Um but it is the failed awards contenders. So movies, it's a pretty loose category of stuff, but movies that would have been prestige, like pictures, but didn't quite cross the the threshold for some reason. Or maybe they were even nominated, but won nothing. It gives us a lot, Mac Ringo and I, a lot of leeway to talk about stuff like, I'm not even going to give it away because there's some stuff that we're really excited about, but the first episode Mm -hmm. you're not going to give a shit about. you should check it out but i know the movie you will not care about because we didn't care about it it's not a surprise just check it out when it drops okay (laughs) it's not the best way to sell a show but i promise the rest of it will be really good and exciting uh so thanks for listening everyone thanks for watching we've been professionally on professional